It was certainly a moment in history. Scenes we'll never see again in our lifetime. As many as two million mourners lining the streets of London as Elizabeth II was given a fitting send-off by her loyal subjects. The Queen's coffin followed by her son, the new monarch, Charles III. Let's go live to London and we welcome the Daily Mirror Royal Editor Russell Myers who's joining us from Buckingham Palace. Uh, Russell, good morning to you. You've been reporting on the Royals for so many, many years. Uh, we, we've never seen anything like this and probably never will again. No, good morning. Uh, no, of, of course we won't see anything like this again. I mean, Queen Elizabeth completely revered all around the world and I think you've seen that with the outpouring of emotion, not just here in the UK, but across the world. I mean, uh, across Europe, Australia, all the Commonwealth nations have really come out in force and this, uh, this outpouring of grief that we've seen is, uh, is like nothing we've ever seen, definitely. Yeah, so from the choice of the music to the readings, there were so many personal touches on the service. Uh, for example, the hymn, The Lord is My Shepherd, that was particularly significant to Her Majesty, wasn't it? Well, it was. I mean, the, Her Majesty was across all of the details of the funeral, right down to the minutiae uh, of all the hymns, all the songs. Nothing was left to chance. Indeed, The Lord of My Shepherd was uh, actually sung at her own wedding in 1947. It was sung at her, um, at her father's funeral as well. It was, uh, she said it was one of her top ten favourite songs ever. So I think we really had a vein of her, her own character, all her personality engrossed in, engrossed in, this, uh, in this beautiful, beautiful ceremony that we saw today. The state funeral and the procession so well planned out, um, so public, uh, hundreds of cameras on the, on the tradition and the precision. But what do we know about what happened in the private ceremony just a few hours ago? Well, very much that, that it was very private. I mean, the, the, both ceremonies were broadcast to a billion people around the world and, and they were quite different uh, in, in their delivery because we saw the sort of the big majesty of, of Westminster Abbey for all to see uh, the, the sort of haunting sounds of the Royal Choir played out. And then we moved on to Windsor Castle and uh, a bit more of a, a solemn occasion. This was the final uh, stage that we were going to see Her Majesty before she was again handed over to her family. But I understand it was a very, very solemn occasion. Um, in the royal vault, she will be laid to rest uh, again with her beloved husband, Prince Philip. And um, it will be uh, obviously an incredibly, incredibly sad time for the family. But uh, I think they've, they've handled themselves remarkably well in this, uh, in this incredible period of mourning. Mm -hmm. Ru Russell, as a royal editor of the Daily Mirror, you have been up close and, and personal with the royals on many, many occasions. What were the standout moments for you or, or the little surprises that we saw that perhaps that you weren't anticipating, you know this family so well, albeit from a professional distance, the moments that stood out for you? Well, just first and foremost today, I thought the, uh, the Waleses, the Prince and Princess of Wales's children, Charlotte and George, handled themselves with uh, tremendous um, reverence and gusto. They, 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 they were really measured in their approach. And I mean, George is only nine, Charlotte is only seven. And, uh, and I think when you look at the future of the monarchy, as we did here at Buckingham Palace during the Platinum Jubilee, um, the, the Queen has left it in, in good hands, one would think. Um, the outpouring, as I said, the outpouring of emotion, the, the queue here in London was just uh, incredible. The people making friends, some people queuing for 24 hours just to see the Queen lying 
growing in state. And, and when you look at that and what, what it has meant to this country and indeed people around the world who have even travelled to London to just be part of this atmosphere, I think we've witnessed not only history but something very, very special um, which, will, which will be remembered for, for many, many years. Oh, without a doubt. Now that we've formally uh, farewelled uh, Her Majesty, is the British public expecting uh, King Charles III to get to work immediately or has he been given a little bit of time to take a breath, to reflect and to mourn? Well, I think he looked like he needed a rest today, to be mm. honest. I mean, he looked absolutely shattered. I mean, and why wouldn't he be? He's taken on an incredible schedule. He's been touring the United Kingdom, accepting those messages of condolence from the four nations. Um, but also, I mean, they had the world leaders here. I mean, it was like a, a state visit times 100. I mean, it's extraordinary what he's taken on. But, uh, I mean, we can't beat around the bush. Um, Prince Charles is, is, is 73 years old. He's not getting any younger. Um, he necessarily won't be able to do as much travel as, uh, as the younger members of the family. So I do think he needs to hit the ground running. He definitely needs to keep on with this groundswell of support that the monarchy have. I mean, we've seen um, everything from, from what the Queen stood for about being uh, a community leader, at one with the people, selfless duty, and, um, and that has even carried forth over the last few days. And, um, and if he wants to capitalise on that, then, then now is the time, I imagine. And Russell, he's going to have to lean on his siblings as well. Princess Anne, we know, was so close to the Queen. We saw the Queen's younger son, Edward, and his wife Sophie visibly, visibly upset during the live television coverage. Um, we know the Queen was very close to Sophie. Well, she was. I mean, Sophie called her mama. I mean, it, the, the, their relationship goes back a, a long way. Um, she was uh, very, very respectful of Sophie. She'd had a, a successful career in PR and then she'd moved to becoming a full-time working royal. And um, Sophie was one of uh, the Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh's most frequent visitors when they were at Windsor Castle. So the relationship was really, really strong. Mm -hmm. and, and no doubt, I mean, the rest of the family, of course, but, but Sophie has left been left particularly devastated by the Queen's passing. So maybe we will see Sophie and Edward come to the fore a bit more because pe people do like them. People mm. see them as a steady hand, especially with all the sort of infighting and scandal that's gone on. So I wouldn't be surprised if we're going to see a bit more collaboration between, uh, between the sort of uh, the seven members of the family that are left, really. Indeed. Russell, what sort of changes are you expecting, if any, wholesale kind of changes to the institution as Charles takes it forward in the next five or even ten years? How's it going to look? Well, Charles has always um, said about a slimmed-down monarchy, and he's, he's got it by proxy, really, because obviously Andrew has left in disgrace. We've had the Sussexes have left of their own accord, although there's, there's still an awful lot of fractious issues going on with them. Um, I think we'll see a lot more collaboration. Definitely you saw at the accession that uh, Prince William was his, his right-hand man, really, and I'm, I'm told that Charles really wants him to be a, a trusted lieutenant because... You know, Charles is, is, is very acutely aware that he, he isn't getting any younger. I mean, he's, as I said, he's, he's 73, coming on 74, and, uh, and he will want to prepare William for kingship because uh, if the monarchy is to survive, and, you know, that is a big if in certain parts of the, the, the Commonwealth realms mm, mm. that have already said that they might, uh, you know, ditch the monarchy, then, uh, then he needs to prepare William for that. And, and with the two of them together, I think they've got a really good chance of making more of a success uh, success of the future. Well, Russell, Royal Editor from the Daily Mirror, thank you so much for staying, staying up for us in what's been a really, really long and busy and momentous day for you and the rest <laughs> of the country. Thank you.